1: Hello beautiful listeners, the best listeners in town. Welcome to the National Treasures podcast with me, Laura Lex, and him,
0: Will Duggan.
1: Hey, I just had a classic Will Duggan moment there, Will. I was starting to talk to you and then um, Apple Podcasts just launched itself for no reason like it does to you.
0: It goes fucking mad!
1: Yeah, it just suddenly was like, oh, do you want to listen to, weirdly, our last deep dive on the North (laughs) Pole? (laughs) And i was like, no, buddy, I don't. I want to record the new one. Um, uh, hello, mate, how are you?
0: I'm good. Uh, Just very quickly, speaking of last week's North Pole episode, editing that was one of the hardest (laughs) few hours of my life. Why? I'm so stupid. (laughs)
1: <laughs> what, listening to yourself back, be told yeah. information and not retain also, it? Also,
0: I'm so stupid. No, me not realizing what the North Pole was, but also, when you're asking me how thick the ice is and like hiding at the boat, I'm so arrogant and like, the fuck are you on about three meters? And then the bit when it clicks, I'm like a cowled little child. just like, <laughs>
1: I loved it. It's very rare in my podcasting experience that I'm the one with the knowledge going, but of course, mere mortal. Why do you not know this? So it was lovely for me. Thank you, Will, for providing me with that Christmas gift.
0: A good episode, though, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's a banger. And um, from what I hear on the on the grapevine from, well, just you, it's a short grapevine, it goes through your mouth to my ears. Today's episode is going to be just as fun, Will.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be really good this episode. Um, So I'm doing the 12 Days of Christmas.
1: Will, we all know the song, The 12 Days of Christmas. Someone's got a true love, and that true love is sending them bird after fucking bird, mate. But well you've done you've done yes. some work on it i don't even know who wrote it it's just a traditional one do we know who wrote it so here
0: yeah so laura here's what we're going to do i'm going to talk to you about uh, firstly the 12 days of christmas the song but also the 12 days of christmas which is a thing in and of itself oh. so it's a christian thing um, and I must say, you know, you gave a few weeks oh, like ago Oh, like Twelfth
1: Night off Shakespeare.
0: It's the same night. The twelfth day of Christmas is Twelfth yeah, yeah, Night. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. And that's when your men so have your decorations down, isn't it? You don't keep January them up the longer 6th. than your twelfth nights. Yet.
0: Yeah, and it's January the 6th, and it is, in Christianity, it's when the wise men arrive.
1: Okay. It's okay. called Epiphany.
0: In Christianity. So we're going to talk a little bit about that um, and a few weeks ago when we were doing I think it was a Years and Years for the patrons, you're welcome to join Patreon by the way at patreon.com forward slash national treasures. National um,
1: treasures.
0: You started ascribing your sources of your thing. Now the majority of this research has come from the website Vox and it is an um, article about the 12 Days of Christmas, the carol, by a woman called Tanya Pei. So I just want to give her a little shout out. It's at Tanya Pei on Twitter and Instagram, because without her, this would have been a very, very short episode. Um, Yay,
1: Tanya Pei. Thanks so thank for you, doing Tanya. the work, Tanya Pay. Tanya Pei is a legend, Tanya Pei. Let's all sing a song about how great Tanya Pei is.
0: Tanya Pay is so blood. No, wait, this isn't the Patreon one. People need stuff on the main flavour to drag them to the Patreon. Um, but if you are intri- if you are on the fence about the Patreon, do bear in mind a lot of it is us singing to each other. Hey, do you know hey, what would be a really way. nice gift for someone for Christmas? Yeah, a year's subscription to the National Treasures Patreon.
1: Yeah, why uh, anyway. don't you ask for it for Christmas? Say, I love this I... podcast, but I can't afford it. Please can I have it, Mummy and Daddy and Uncle Roger?
0: Can I not just ask my mum and dad to give me a fiver a month? Then I give you two fifty of that, minus the fees from Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Basically, okay, so here's how it goes. The 12 days of Christmas are um, the 12 days following Christmas Day. So the first day of Christmas, is the 25th of December, Christmas Day. A lot of people think it's the twelve days leading up to Christmas, where the 12th day is the 25th of December. Incorrect. The period before Christmas is known as Advent, which begins four yeah. Sundays before Christmas. We have an Advent calendar.
1: And You're... it's my favourite part, actually. I always think to myself, I love Christmas. I love Advent. I love the build-up
0: yeah oh, and and then really, so the actual Christmas season in Christianity begins um on Christmas day and ends on December the sixth as you mentioned have you, have your stuff down
1: January sixth
0: yeah sorry January sixth, and it's when the three wise men, the magi turn up at the major with their gold frankincense and myrrh
1: and then um, they buzz killed the party and that's Christmas over then back to work.
0: back to work and all the all the kingdoms. Now, were they actually kings? Were they wise men? It
1: doesn't matter. Magi. Um,
0: Yeah, so, the Magi, yeah. we
1: three kings of Orienta. One in a taxi,
0: one in a car. One on a scooter. scooter, Blowing his hooter. Going to Zanzibar. Anyway.
1: What a great song.
0: So, (laughs) let's go with it. So, now, the 12 days following... Christmas in Christianity uh, also have saints days. Um so the 26th of September which saint is that do you know?
1: Uh Saint Boxing.
0: No it's Saint Stephen and it's when ah. good King Wenceslas last looked out.
1: Good King Wenceslas looked out on the feast of Stephen. Stephen just coming.
0: So anyway, the 12 days of Christmas are the most popular version of the twelve days Wow, of you
1: said popular so hard and heavy then that all got a bit sexy microphone days.
0: <laughs> the popular, popular the most popular version. The ASMR National
1: Treasures. <laughs>
0: um, so on This the would be the
1: day, worst day ever. There is absolutely no way you are relaxing to this.
0: Okay. Twelve drummers drumming, eleven pipers piping, ten lords are leaping, nine ladies dancing. Eight maids are milking, seven swans are swimming, six geese are laying, five gold rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. So, originally it was not a song as it was a poem. It v-
1: oh, so the poem
0: first. Appears- I always think of a
1: poem as like a dry song. Basically, it hasn't got the liquid of the music it's it's a song without gravy. powder
0: yeah like a play is a film without gravy
1: yes Um, i actually famously hate poetry except for um harry baker um harry baker do have you ever seen harry and chris at edinburgh will oh yeah yeah i love them they do like rap and poetry um and it's just my favorite and I love going to see them. And that's the only poetry that I will stomach. Thank you very much.
0: OK, so there's a children's book called Mirth Without Mischief that was printed in 1780. God. Now listen Sounds to joyless. this. A first edition of that book sold at Sotheby's in 2014 for
1: $23,000. God, I bet it was bought by Jacob Rees-Mogg.
0: Yeah, but um, so they what think... What kind
1: of miserable bastard wants that that much?
0: I don't know. Someone who's got too much money, they reckon... You can it get, was...
1: like, 50 Playstations for that.
0: Yeah, And that's PS5s. Yeah. I'm really trying to convince Becca that we should get an Oculus Rift, but... um.
1: You have got other well, things to spend there. your money on, Will. I don't think you're going to have the <laughs> time or energy for that.
0: Also, today... Oh, no. Um. So, for listeners, I'm trying to get some Doc Martin boots and I just can't justify spending that much money at this time in my life. And that um, shoes,
1: Will, that's something that actively protects your feet. You an Oculus Rift doesn't even have that going for it.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um anyway, twenty three thousand four I've say book. this
1: before, I've said it again. Becca is right on this one, Will.
0: Yeah, Becca's right quite a lot of the time though.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean all the time s- when it's you and her talking. <laughs>
0: so they reckon also if you haven't got twenty three thousand dollars um you can buy a copy of mirth without mischief on kindle for like three quid um and the the, they think it's from france and the origination was similarly to a lot of memory games you'd have to get it all right because obviously it's one then two one then three two one the way the song builds you know it's Patch oh of yeah, yeah
1: yeah I understand what you mean yeah. Yep. And if you
0: got it wrong you had to kiss somebody. Like that
1: supermarket game.
0: Yeah, I'm going to the supermarket and I'm going to buy ba ba yeah. ba ba ba.
1: Did I ever tell you when I tried to play that with um producer nephew? No. So we're in the car. So my nephew, you'll have heard him on a couple of episodes. He's very little. And uh and I was like, "Oh, we'll play the supermarket game." So I explained it all to him and he was like, "Yep, yep, 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 yep." Like he's only 4. And then I said, I went to the supermarket and I bought an apple. And then there's a little silence and he just went, what, just a single apple?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I do like producer nephew.
1: (laughs) If you want to hear more of producer nephew, you can find him on our Wookiee Hole episode. He is the small, insistent voice telling us we've been in that cave long enough and we should go somewhere else now.
0: Yeah, and then you hear the person going, he's right actually, that's me. Um, (laughs) So, as I mentioned, the the day's the most common version we've just done, but throughout time, uh, some people have done bears are baiting, or ships are sailing, as you know, because the lyrics have changed over time. And in some versions of the song, the gift giver isn't the person's true love, it is their mother. On the first day of Christmas, Same thing! my mother gave to me and then
1: oh um... my mum would do that too just trolling me just (laughs) fill my house with birds like in that i just said i wanted some new slippers why have i got a fucking turtle duff
0: i think it's so funny in the office the u.s office have you seen that yeah when Andy gets Erin, the 12 days of Christmas. Yeah. What is it she says? What is, what's that great quote? Oh my God, it's so funny. Whoever is given me the 12 days of Christmas is my secret Santa, please stop. I can't take it anymore. My cat killed the turtle dove. The French hens have started pulling out my hair to make a net, please stop. Um, but anyway, um, so yeah, there was, it was the mother in some, some song venture bears are baiting. And some ships are sailing. Also, the four calling birds were originally four collie birds. What's a
1: collie bird?
0: A collie bird is an old term meaning coal, like a colliery.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And it's blackbirds. Oh. So the collie birds are four black as coal birds. birds. Blackbirds. It's an old term for blackbird. Also, because as you've just mentioned there, it does take a real jump. Because the first four days are birds, Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: then day six and day seven are also birds. But day five is famously...
1: Five golden hoops.
0: Idiot. Five gold rings. (laughs) And they do think, a lot of people think, that originally the five gold rings uh, was a reference to the golden markings of a ring necked pheasant
1: oh so it was more birds
0: yeah it was five pheasants but the gold rings so yeah yeah
1: okay okay so that makes sense
0: the um so that's 1780 when it first appears in this book mirth without mischief but it was a poem not a song but it was set to music in 1909 by a british composer an english composer sorry named frederick austin
1: never and heard it, of him
0: no i mean he's basically known for this and little else um once you've it,
1: done this though what else are you gonna do with your yeah, life
0: yeah it's like in um about a boy imagine the it,
1: day you know like how it's like a, a bit of a hack comic thing to go like mm, it's i'll the off the off off write that, that one, that one. When you've sat there and belted out five gold rings and just flashed forward, thinking of primary school kids screaming that into an assembly hall for time immemorial, you yeah. take the day off after you've written that. You take yeah, your life off.
0: Yeah, and he was how he was 37 when he wrote it, and he was a teacher and a composer, so he wrote a few bits and pieces, but his, his big legacy is essentially 12 Days of Christmas, okay?
1: Yeah, all right.
0: Now... Um, so he's the one that made the choice to change it from collie birds to calling birds.
1: Mm-hmm. And is a calling bird a specific type of bird? Or is like that a, parakeet just a bird or a
0: parrot? Yeah, a bird that can have a shout.
1: Right. And
0: of course, when it was a poem, he it wouldn't have been five gold rings. It was him that was like, we're going to make five gold rings, the star of this piece.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: They're all the same part from that. He knows a
1: Beyonce in a lineup when he sees one and he takes the destiny's child of this poem and he emancipates Beyonce to be the absolute queen of the world that she goes on to be.
0: Yes. Now, Christian people of certain uh, sects did think that the 12 Days of Christmas were coded references to Christianity, basically saying that it was a song You know, like the fish, ichthus, is a Christian thing. And it was something that they would draw in Roman or Greek times um, as a symbol of Christianity without writing the words. They wouldn't get in trouble.
1: Yeah, and now you just see it on the back of cars that don't know how roundabouts work.
0: So some people are very good. And if they're a BMW, they can't indicate either. The lads. Um, So they did, there was this belief that it was each thing was referencing something in Christianity. So I'll take you through what they should be. Um, the partridge in the pear tree was supposed to represent Jesus.
1: Because the... on the cross? Oh.
0: No, just like a nice thing. One thing, the one thing <laughs> in charge.
1: <laughs> this is a loose analogy, isn't oh, it? Oh, mate. You've really wanted to see your own religion in that. You know, Jesus, he, in many ways you know he, he's the main he thing, always the said thing he was he was the son of man slash partridge in a pear tree that was his yeah. deal wasn't it he 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 was um, always chatting about partridges
0: yeah very good um, Did they have
1: partridges back then'
0: no. when in 1909
1: East? yeah no I mean when Jesus was born
0: no I don't think so because it was the desert <laughs> <laughs> during what you and I would call the the, the iron age the Bronze Age So, the two turtle doves, they're supposed to represent the two testaments, old and new.
1: Um, It's slightly better than a partridge in a pear tree as a leap, but it's it's loose.
0: The three French hens were the three virtues, faith, hope and charity. Okay. The four calling birds are the four gospels.
1: Well, okay. The problem with this, though, is that if you just work it via the numbers... <laughs> oh, yeah, then... it's supposed,
0: to... that, that, that's the code, isn't it? Like, it's the number that's important, not the bird. Let's go through them all. all um, right. The five gold rings are the Pentateuch, which is the first five books of the Old Testament, which gives the history of man's fall from grace.
1: And don't tell the... me, the six, that's the first six books of the New Testament.
0: No, it's the six days of creation.
1: Was? Oh, seventh was the rest day. I yep. understand. The yep. seven
0: swans are swimming. That is the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. The seven sacraments. All
1: right, I don't know my religion well enough to know what that is. But the
0: okay. eight maids are milking are the eight beatitudes. You know, blessed are the meek, shall inherit the earth. What ones?
1: Oh, so you're like sucking the beatitudes out of a, a cow's teat? No, it's
0: nothing to do with the thing. It's the number that's important. <laughs> The nine ladies dancing. This one is a little bit uh, loose,
1: mate. They've all been loose. If these were like things stuck to your car, you would not still be driving that car after a small bump.
0: The nine. Le- the nine is the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit.
1: Get fucked. The ten. The ten disciples.
0: Commandments.
1: Commandments. Yes. Now
0: the eleven. Is the 11 faithful apostles because there were 12. Oh,
1: you are reaching. You but are Judas actually betrayed him. reaching. Look at them cutting out Judas at the last yeah. moment.
0: And the no. 12 are the 12 points of doctrine in the Apostles' Creed. And I think that's the person that Rocky Balboa fought in Rocky. <laughs> A little joke, guys. It's Apollo Creed, but I did quite enjoy it. But uh, um, tsh- now, obviously as you have pointed out many, many ways, um, that's, it's not true. It's a, loose, yeah. Firstly, and then also, as you say, um, the gifts have nothing to do with the equivalent. It's the number. So it's not a very useful way of remembering things. Um, And also, the most important one, I do think, if you, are uh, so restricted from practising your faith that you have to write songs to get your message across. Don't write a song that you only sing while celebrating that faith.
1: Yeah, because it's already about the 12 days of Christmas. So then trying to like shoehorn it to be more about Christianity, it was already that.
0: Yeah, 100%. Like, day one, the
1: the partridge in a pear tree, I would say that represents Christianity because it's about the first day of Christmas, which is a big Christian thing. Day two, that is about the second day of Christmas, which is a huge... Like, this reach-around is... is, A reach-around is a different thing, actually. (laughs) But this reach is too far. Someone's hurt themselves doing this.
0: And a reach-around is...
1: Um, when you wank someone off, isn't it?
0: From behind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this could have been such a classy episode in in someone else's hands. I'm,
0: I think uh, I'm doing a, I'm doing a very good job. You're, you're the one doing a
1: bang that... up job. I didn't say whose hands were the mucky ones there.
0: I'll tell you what hey, I really did I'll like. I'll take it because. I was kind of being like, at the end, I wanted to be like, but of course, it's not true. And I was hoping that you'd be like, okay, okay. But just the whole way through, you were like, bollocks, bollocks.
1: My favourite
0: one, such a, this is such a simile. If this stuff was attached to your car, you wouldn't be driving anywhere. It's like your go-to for things being attached.
1: I'm just saying that they were loose, you know?
0: They were loose. Go for scrambled eggs. This is looser than good scrambled eggs.
1: What? Who's talking about loose eggs?
0: Scrambled eggs should be loose. What
1: do you mean loose? They're like not
0: massively scrambled. Like I'm 30 seconds on the heat isn't it? Because that's a loose egg.
1: I've never heard that. A loose oh, well, egg. Oh I hate um, that. It sounds like an IVF the, clinic in turmoil.
0: To the patrons that are listening. Pop in the discord. And uh, please let us know if you know what a loose egg is. Could have gone for loose bowels.
1: Why are you only talking to the patrons? What's wrong with all the others?
0: Because I don't want people getting in touch with us unless they give us cash.
1: (laughs) Will, man of the people, Duggan, don't talk to me unless you're paying me.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, I'm the enemy. I'm part of the problem. Um,
1: (laughs) You put on one nice jumper and you are an absolute bougie.
0: I know, right? Um, So, um, yeah, you know Snopes, the website, yes they have been like it's one of their ones they're like oh, this isn't true it's not real for those reasons but then um, there's this guy called William Studwell who um,
1: wait Stud- what this story you're about to tell me isn't true
0: no no the 12 things being to do with Christmas and Jesus the secret
1: got you Snopes got
0: have debunked that but it yeah. still persists you know it's the kind of thing that that aunt you don't talk to very much pops on your facebook wall like mm-hmm. i do not give permission for mark zuckerberg to own any of my photos under article 9 of the driven of the convention also we celebrate our history of, of christianity and carols um so william studwell dead now was a like an expert in christmas carols and mm. he did an interview in 2008 where he said No, this is not a secret Catholic song, no matter what you hear on the internet. Neutral reference books say this is nonsense. Everybody I speak to says this is nonsense. Yet it continues. If there was such a catechism device, a secret code, it is derived from the song. The song is a derivative, not the source. So end that.
1: Yes. Wow. He felt even more passionately about it than I did.
0: Yes, he did. Um, It's just
1: bananas, because it's nothing to do with the song. What you're basically saying is that the numbers 1 to 12 are a secret Christian message. Yeah,
0: the numbers 1 to 12 exist. (laughs) But it's like anything, you can... Big news, guys, the numbers 1 to 12 exist.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I could say it's a secret song about you, Will, because I'm like, one, oh, that represents Will Duggan. Two is the number of hamsters he's had since I've known him. Um, Three is... Is the number of wanks he thinks is optimal for a Monday. Four, that is um how, how many... many he actually
0: has on a Monday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, we can make that whole song about you.
0: Five is how many feet Laura pretends she is tall.
1: I am who's lying about that? I'd at See least what? pick five point four.
0: See what I mean, that there from four foot three Laura legs.
1: I love that one of the facts about you would be me. (laughs) That's why he's sharing a Wikipedia page.
0: (laughs) Six. Don't Uh, Anyway. (laughs) How many
1: children he's left scattered around Kettering?
0: Let's... (laughs) Yeah, well, it's 30 for a reason. Um, Oh, (laughs) no,
1: Will! (laughs) I was just calling you a negligent dad.
0: And I was calling me a negligent driver, what of it?
1: (laughs) You are, that is dark. Merry Um, Christmas everyone.
0: Let's talk about the relationship that the two people in the song have. uh, Assuming it is, as the common feeling is, the true love that's giving, not the mother. Okay? Mm. Now, like a lot of people who star in Christmassy things, be it films or songs or television shows, There is no way that these people are not inordinately rich.
1: Okay. Because
0: I have found from something uh, called the Christmas Price Index, which is basically uh, the PNC, which is a financial service group, um, they've been telling us every year, given the current market... And inflation and everything, how much it would cost to give somebody the 12 (laughs) days of
1: Christmas.
0: (laughs) So there are two ways that you can do the um, ways. The first one is you buy somebody one part in a pear tree, two turtle doves, three French hens, or of course, on the first day of Christmas, you get the partridge and yeah. on day two, you get the two tens and another partridge.
1: Yeah, you've so, got 12 partridges by the end of it and 12 yeah. pear trees. So It's actually going to would... be quite a mission just to get, you know, have you got enough land for 12 pear trees?
0: Yeah. Well, by the end, you've got bloody, you know, um, 72 swans. Um, so.
1: That's a lot if of broken get... arms, David.
0: If you can. (laughs) Love
1: actually? Yeah. Eight is a lot of legs, David.
0: Eight is a lot of legs, David. Um, We do that a lot
1: in our house. We just, whenever there's a number or something, you're like, oh, four is a lot of portions, David. Um,
0: That's lovely. That's probably my favourite thing about that film, because that film is dross. Um,
1: Uh, It's a real mixed bag for me. There's elements of it that are lovely, but I think there's too many storylines in it. I'd whip two of them out so that the exposition on the others could just be a little bit lengthier and less clunky in the dialogue.
0: And I'll tell you which two I'd pull out. I'd pull out Martin Freeman and Stacey from Gavin and Stacey, the sex people, the naked sex people. And I'd pull out Chris Marshall's Raping Around America.
1: Um column Firth, I ate that one.
0: I don't mind that one.
1: I the don't mind like the ending. When he goes into his flat after the wedding and his brother's there. And he goes, I oh, just don't know what we should get mum this year. I feel like we've been bad sons this year. And it's like, they might as well just send a ticker tape along the bottom of the screen going, they are brothers. You need to know that to understand the betrayal. Come on, big boy. I want you at least twice before David gets home. Jamie. Good. Jamie. Good. Uh, it's just the worst. I hate it.
0: i tell you what I do like, though. I do like... Um when he goes home for Christmas for, and he's fallen in love with Aurelia. Yeah. And he's walks straight out and that kid goes, yeah. I hate Uncle Jamie. I
1: hate <laughs> Uncle Jamie. Yeah. See, there's good bits in that film and there's some of them that are lovely, like the Emma Thompson storyline. Beautiful. The, you know, the Marty McCutcheon one is problematic in some ways, in a lot of ways maybe, but 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 you could handle that so much nicer if you just had 10 more minutes to spare around the well, storylines.
0: To be fair, you've got 10 minutes in that film. You just take out all of the fat jokes at a woman with yeah. an incredible figure.
1: Like,
0: yeah. A fat joke <sighs> is never a good thing. But if it was being played by, particularly in, like, was it 2005 it came out? Like, Dawn French was a lot larger then than she is now. If the actress playing um, that role was Dawn French, you know, because fat people fall in love with skinny people and skinny with fat people all the time if she was a larger person and then the staff were being like oh well, the fat girl hey back off she's still a person but it's marty it's, it's bomb marty mccutcheon
1: yeah it's problematic in in a lot of ways like i yeah it but it but it's not irredeemable to me i don't think every second of it is trash i just think there's just t- too much going on
0: I do also also, though, think starring... it starts off. Junior Simpson. Luke... Junior Simpson, yeah, I got no issue Junior Simpson, isn't it. um I also think it starts terribly because it tries to mortgagely pull on your heartstrings by referencing 9/11. It's like come on. That's
1: How long after 9/11 did it come out though?
0: At, like 3 years, 4 years.
1: Yeah, okay. 2003 and 9/11 was 2001, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, for so two. So I years. guess
1: they were making it very soon after that.
0: Sure, but I think if I was what's his name? Richard uh
1: Curtis.
0: Curtis would be like, listen, we're making, you know, the kind of film that we make. It's gonna be fine and it's gonna be like quite warm and mushy. Shall we reference the biggest episode of domestic terrorism on in the US mm. ever? <laughs> Definitely. When? In the third act? No, no, no. First scene. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: anyway let's let's carry on with the price so yes. if you were getting each mention separately as in a patch in a pear tree every day two turtle ducks every day after two that would come to 364 gifts that you are receiving
1: bloody hell harry and
0: how much do you think it would cost in uh 2022
1: In 2022 money, for all of the... I don't think birds are cheap, you know.
0: Oh, and sorry, I have to mention, obviously, we're not going to go problematic. You're not buying seven... uh, You're not buying nine ladies dancing. You are hiring. hiring nine ladies to dance for an hour. Same with the pipers, the drummers, the lords and the maids. You are hiring them for an hour. And
1: you're hiring them around Christmas time. That's going to push the price up. Yep. Um... I'm thinking you're probably, gosh, let me think. So that's going to be a couple of grand a day, isn't it? Twenty-five grand.
0: So this is in U.S. dollars. Forgive me, because it's done by an American company. Uh, but roughly, they're worth the same, aren't they, these days? A penny, a pound, yeah, and a, and not, a dollar. Not that far off. Yeah. So uh, in 2022, it would cost. One hundred and ninety-seven thousand and seventy-one dollars and nine oh cents.
1: God.
0: Um. And if you were buying just one partridge, two turtle doves, three French hens, like that, how much? Yeah. Would that would cost.
1: Um. Shall I just give the same guess that I did again? <laughs> um. Well, that's significantly less, isn't it? But you've still got those top-end ones. I'm gonna say.
0: 100,000. $45,523.27 okay. because the expensive things, and this, if this isn't a look behind the curtain of late stage capitalism, the things that are going up are things like the five gold rings because gold in the last year has gone up by 39% increase, mm. um, and the livestock. The birds are going up as well, but minimum wage and people's time is not rising at the same speed as other things. So actually, particularly in America, the price for hiring eight milkmaids for an hour has not changed since
1: 2009. Bloody
0: hell. So there you go. So, yeah, forty five thousand. Dollars it would cost in 2022 to buy. So that's what Andy Bernard will have spent in the office because he didn't, he did it, you know, one each day. Um,
1: Yeah.
0: And I just say it's all birds. Now we're going to just do one more thing for our. So I've got one more thing for our uh, non patron listeners, and then I'm going to take a bit of an extra thing for the patrons. Again, I'll keep reminding you, if you want to join, you just can. Patreon.com forward slash Natural Treasures, where you will get an extra podcast every week, extended versions of these podcasts, and a monthly live stream, and of course into the Discord, where it's lovely. We're also Mm -hmm. thinking of getting some merch with a lovely little Latin thing on it, because I think that's a really good idea, actually. (laughs) Um, But it's one of the most famous... Uh, Christmas carols, you know, uh, as long with oh, come all ye faithful and 12 days of Christmas, oh, you could you get to shout? You know what I mean? You get to do yeah. five gold rings and everyone bloody loves it. So there have been absolutely many, many, many versions like that have been released. So, do you know, Jeff Foxworthy, the um,
1: that does ring a uh, bell,
0: yeah. So, why, uh,
1: why do I know Jeff Foxworthy?
0: So he did the he's done the twelve redneck days of Christmas. Oh. Uh, and oh, what's happened here? Sorry, I've just lost my notes. Uh The Muppets did a version in uh the 70s with John Denver.
1: Oh, of Grandma's feather bed fame.
0: Yeah. Uh, and um, Twisted Sister, you know,
1: I wanna rock. Rock!
0: Yeah. They've done a, a heavy metal, 12 Days of Christmas. Love it. Uh, some, uh, so yeah, loads and loads of people have done it. And I, if you go onto Spotify, somebody has made a playlist of all the different versions of 12 Days of Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I recommend you do that. And that is pretty much all I've got for you guys. Did you like that, Laura?
1: William, I loved it. I've had a disastrously good time in that the rest of my Christmas will pale in comparison to these moments spent here with you today finding out about this. Um, So, yes, listeners, we're going to leave you here. If you don't want this to be the end, if you need that little bit more of us shot directly into your ears via the Internet and space then um go to patreon.com forward slash national treasures if not hey we love you next week and for the next two weeks will be mine and will's christmas day out to brighton christmas market so do enjoy those um and uh we will see you next week bye bye